Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rad Dad, Woke Dad. Today I speak with Rohit Sharma. His daughter is less than a year old, and he was fortunate enough to take some parental leave after his baby was born. Rohit shares some of the ways that he tries to balance family, work, and time for himself, and also discusses the positive impact that his extended parental leave had on his bond with his daughter. Rohit and I are really, really good, really close friends, and we always have a great time talking with each other. It was really nice to hear him open up about his fatherhood journey, and I hope you enjoy hearing his story as well. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rad Dad Woke Dad podcast. Uh, with me today is uh, is my really good friend uh, Rohit Sharma. Um, I've I've always wanted to interview him. <laughs> actually, learn something about him. So uh, that that was the whole premise of this podcast is really just build up to a an interview with him. Uh, so hey Rohit, uh, thanks for for joining us today. Hi Arvind. Hi everyone. Um, so why don't you kick, kick us off? Tell us a little bit about uh, your family and, and uh, what it is that, that you do? Well, my name is uh, Rohit and um, Arvind and I have known each other for decades. And um, But having my uh, family is, uh, is a very recent thing. Um, I have a wonderful baby girl who is eight months old now. And so my immediate family has now grown to me, my wife, and my baby girl. Um, the three of us live in Seattle, Washington. And um, when I'm not taking care of her, then I work full-time as a user experience designer. Um, and I am with Deloitte Digital, which is the digital creative um, studio um, arm of the larger Deloitte Consulting. I'm sure that, that keeps you pretty busy. Um, now, I know when, when your baby was born, um, you, you actually did something that, that most, most dads don't do or, or haven't done. Uh, you, you took some time off, and I don't just mean you know a couple of weeks. You you took a couple months off. I did, yeah. I took um, so in total, I took um, four months of parental leave and a few weeks of vacation on top of that, um, because as it turned out, I caught a really lucky break. So when I joined Deloitte Digital, then their um, parental leave policy for partners was originally somewhere between three and six weeks, which is still above average for parental leave in the United States, because as I understand, there is no mandatory parental leave um, for the um, for the mom or the partner in the United States. But for partners, especially, they tend not to get much of a break. Um, but right around the time when I joined, it was increased from those few weeks to four months. Um, so I was offered uh, four months of parental leave. And the way it was structured was terrific in that I could take those four months in any um, configuration I wanted up to a year after our baby was born. Um, so I uh, was, I immediately took some time off right when our daughter was born um, for about a month. 
And then I returned back to work while we had family in town and had their support. And then I came back home for three months, almost three months, and uh, was home with my daughter, taking care of her. And then I took another about a week and a bit right at the beginning of her daycare, just so I could be home to help her transition to daycare. So in total, I took over four months off, um, and it was a terrific experience. That's awesome. Uh, man, that's, that's great that you got to spend so much time with her uh, in, in the early stages. What, you know, what, what was that like for you? And, and, and maybe when you think about uh, maybe from what you've seen from other your friends or colleagues of yours who, who haven't had that, um, uh, well, how do you think that, that, that changed, you know, whether it was your relationship with, with your daughter or your perspective on, on being a parent or, or even how you and, and your wife work together? Um, what, what sort of impact did that have for you? Yeah, no, that's a that's a good way to tee it up. Um, so I think the first feeling was definitely gratitude. I think that um, when I thought of where I'm working and I thought of like all the the pay and the standard benefits and kind of the time off, then I didn't realize at the time how important this time off would be. Um, and because I think the big part of it was not only was I given this time off, but I was encouraged to take it. Like I do have um, other friends who have, if not similar time off, but a good amount of time off available from work for parental leave. But there's not always that support. Like I've had friends at other companies who are not, you can't actively be discouraged from taking it off, but it would be a little bit frowned upon. Because I think a lot of what we end up doing at a company, we look to our peers. Um, like if you look at friends who work in companies that have unlimited time off, people don't tend to take unlimited vacation they just take slightly less than the rest of their colleagues do because they don't want to look awkward about it. So a big help that I had was all of my colleagues who've had kids actually take the full time off. And so I was encouraged to do so. And I felt really grateful for being in that environment. Um, and then I think a big, a big um, realization I had and something I feel really grateful for and was a big part of that time off was just feeling like I was um, of equal importance to our daughter. And so what I mean by that is, as a mom, I think it's very natural to feel that connection. And especially if you have that time off at home, where your baby depends on you for literally their sustenance, and you have that deep connection. But as a dad, we have to kind of carve out that space to work on that, um, and to kind of assert that role sometimes. And having that time off, and then having this understanding with my wife that I'm going to have some dedicated time to kind of work on that with my daughter has got us to a place now um, where when she sees me at daycare, she's just as excited and she feels like we're both there as her parents. And I think that you can find that and you can make that happen regardless of how much time you have off. I think just having this big chunk made it a lot easier for me. It kind of gave me a lot of dedicated time with her in the early months. And it was impactful enough that now whenever, if we choose to have future kids, I'm going to find a way to get that time off, whether that's taking a break from working or whatever I have to do. Um, because I think it was um, that connection and kind of establishing that bond really early on, um, having this dedicated time just made it a lot easier. And as I think something now that I'll be able to kind of look back on, um, and I kind of do get the sense with our kids that we have limited windows to do it. Like right now, when they're little, they adore us and we have a lot of time with them. But as soon as they pass a certain point, when they start getting into school, 
their independence is going to start growing mm-hmm. and it's going to be important for us to actually take some space and give them more space. So I think being able to get a lot of that time um, initially was, was terrific. Um, well, that, that, that's great. I'm, I'm so happy that, you know, for you, for you, you've, uh, you're not just, it's not just words to say, Oh yeah, I think it really helped my bond. Like if you feel it, that's, that's really good. Um, so you, you, you spoke about the influence of, of your, your workplace culture on on that decision but but how about with, with with your wife how did you guys you know walk through that decision for you to take so much time off um you know relatively early in in, in your daughter's life yeah no that's a good point um it was it took some time it was actually really tough to figure out a lot of the mechanics but not so much the the logistics of me and my wife because so both of us work full time and she had about three months off from work, but then a very generous work from home policy after that. Um, so it was it was fine for us to kind of figure out between us kind of what the setup would be. The challenge really became figuring out the extended family dynamics. Like, okay, when do we have her mom in town? When do we have my mom in town? When do we have all the grandparents here? When do we have our siblings here? And then given that we have so many people available to help and support, then kind of how do I best fit in? And like, when is the best time for me to be here? So we made a spreadsheet and then we had <laughs> countless iterations of it. That's yeah, awesome. we had, uh, we had, yeah, we had spreadsheets for everything. I think we still do. Like we, um, it's funny, actually, we, at the end of this past year, at the end of 2018, then we sat down with a bunch of pieces of paper and mapped out the entire 2019 for like, all right, for January to December, Here's when we're going to take vacations. Here's when we're going to visit family and friends in Toronto. Here's when we're going to carve out some time for us. Because we realized in the process of planning um, like visits for family, like now that we have a, a baby, like there's so much more to consider. And so when it came time for my parental leave, um, I think we, me and my wife sat down, made a spreadsheet and kind of started with like the important stuff for us, which was getting good time um, for our daughter but then kind of had to sketch out from there and figure out like how everything um, connects together. But in the end, I mean, it's only so much you can do um, to get everything right because despite all of our best planning, our daughter arrived two weeks early. And so we had to kind Mm -hmm. of flex at that point and figure out how things would adjust and have um, her mom fly here earlier and then my leave shift accordingly. But I think the big help was having an employer who was really supportive of all that. I, I think like me and my wife went for our standard routine checkup um, with the midwives and they said, okay, well, it turns out that you're going to have to stay here and you're going to have the baby this week. Um, and it was just one message to my team saying, I'm not coming back to work for the rest of the day and I don't know when I'm going to be back. And they just said, good luck. And that was a huge help. And so I think figuring out the details with my wife was a part of it, but then having that um, great support structure was the other big component that whatever we did, they would kind of have our back. And um, and don't forget all the support I provided as well. <laughs> that was, all, I mean, that um, goes that goes without saying. All, we the, wouldn't, all the Excel that I taught you over the years, I'm sure that <laughs> helped in this I, spreadsheet. I, I, I don't think we'd be comfortable becoming parents if it weren't for your your guidance and your initial the times you taught me how to do uh, the the sum function in Excel. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> Um, so, uh, so you had, had a few months, uh, off, uh, with, uh, with your daughter, 
had a huge you know, impact on your bond with her, uh, but now you're back at work. Um, how, you know, how does that change things? How does that change the dynamic? Um, how do you still try and with now the limited time you have on a day by day basis, um, you know, still try and be that, that involved dad that's you know, increasing and improving that bond every day. Um, but, you know, still being supportive with, with your wife and still trying to find time for just, you know, yourself. It's, it's interesting. And I think I have some new perspective on it, which I'm kind of playing with. I think as we get older and as our kids get older, we're going to figure out new ways to tackle this. But I think when I went into this, I said, okay, I'm going to have to carve out like a very detailed schedule. Like I'm going to wake up at this time and then here's my morning time with our daughter. And then I go to work and I'm going to focus at work on all that time. And then I come home in the evening and then here's my time to work out. Here's my time to cook. Here's my time to whatever. Um, and that gets a little hard. Um, and I still think that there are these big chunks. Like when I'm at work, I can't be physically, of course, playing with my daughter. So I want to be focused there. But I think there's two big perspectives I have. Number one, um, that being organized kind of with my time and efficient with it at work so that the time I have with our daughter is time for her, right? So if I'm working during the day, then ideally like I'm focused and I'm getting the important things done in the order of priority and not getting into sucked into like a lot of side projects or a lot of side meetings and this and that. Um, I think back in the day, like before we had her, it was just very loose and flexible. Like, oh, there's a happy hour going on. I'll just pop out to that or whatever it might be. If there's a work trip, like, sure, sign me up. I'll go for it. But now I'm trying to be very intentional about how my time is being used at work so that basically my team is getting the best out of me, but in the most efficient way possible so that the time in the morning I have and then the time in the evening I have with my daughter is time for her. Um, and then the second thing is... Um, and I kind of came to this realization when uh, when reading this book recently called First Things First, and it's this offshoot of the Seven Habits book, and he talks about how for a lot of people when they have kids and their, their um, responsibilities grow, they try to get really segmented with their schedule and say, okay, here's my workout time, here's my family time, here's my community service time, et cetera. But there's only 24 hours in the day, and it's really hard to do that. And so the author really advocates for combining things as much as you can. Like, for example, if community service and exercise and time with your family is important, instead of scheduling a separate hour for each of those things, what about volunteering for Habitat for Humanity with your kids? And then that way you get exercise, time with them, and community service at the same time. And so what I'm trying to do as much as possible is walks. Like, right now she's really little, so we all go for walks together. And so we get some exercise and we get some time together. Um, but as she grows older, older a little bit, I think it's going to be important for us to do swimming together to do martial arts, to do projects together. And so the time we have in the evening is still time for her, but I'm trying to do my best to make it still in line with like our larger family values of cooking together and eating together and being good members of our community together, um, being physically active together. And it's still an ongoing process and we haven't totally figured everything out. Um, and as she gets older, I think our constraints are going to change. But that's kind of what I'm basically going for, that now, even though I'm at work, the time we have together should be good time. And ideally, it's nourishing time for all of us. We kind of can take the important things that are important to us, combine them in some smart ways so that the time we spend together is, um, is really valuable. And we don't feel 
stressed or pulled in too many directions. That's really great. Um, you know, I really, really like that 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 concept of uh, you know seeing your own like how do you how do you kill two birds with one stone almost. Um, it's like, yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> I gotta I gotta convince my son that Netflix is really awesome. He's gonna love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, that's that's a that's a good way to sum it up. You're right. Yeah. You're you're really just being efficient. <laughs> Game of Thrones, best show ever. Don't care if you're only two years old. You're gonna love it, buddy. <laughs> those dragons are kids too look at that see you're a kid they're kids um no that's great um so what does being a rad dad uh mean to you what what does being a woke dad mean to you what does rad dad and woke dad mean to me well i think when i think of um being a great dad for for her it's i guess it's all about her in the end in some in some respects like it's for her to answer right like everything i do now is hopefully saying it up such that when she's old enough to answer that question for herself in five ten years then she can say oh yeah like was my dad rad was he was he woke was he was he terrific was he there for me was he a lot of fun. Like she, if she has an emphatic yes to all that, then I've succeeded in my job. Um, I think right now, what that means for me is two things is being there for her and being a great dad, um, and partnering with my wife to make that happen. But then also kind of setting the stage for the future. Like right now she's really little and we need to take care of all of her basics and make sure that she's um, she's well taken care of, but it's also kind of figuring out the future. And by figuring out the future, I mean, like for my career, for my wife's career, for our hobbies, like all the habits we set up now and all the things that we prioritize are going to make a big difference to her in the future. So what I mean by that is like, if we want to be a family that's very active, um, and being fit is important to us, then we kind of have to take a lot of that on for ourselves now and get in those habits as a family so that they're just ingrained by the time she has a choice about it. And the same thing comes to our diet and the same thing comes to our hobbies and the same thing comes to like our sense of service. So I think it's being a good dad for her and taking care of everything that she needs to be happy and healthy. Um, but then it's also doing whatever I can to set up like good habits and systems so that in the future, all those things are in place. And and that, that approach, that philosophy, um, what, what, you know, what were some of the sources of influence for that? Was that just, you know, what you saw your own parents doing? Is it something that you've seen from your, your, your peer group works successfully and resonates with you? Uh, is something that um, you've built up with, with your wife? Um, how, how did you sort of come, come into that approach? Yeah, I think, I think it's a lot of like standing on shoulders. I think like with our parents, that's the big source of it, right? Like that's where it comes from in that, I was very, um, I'm very grateful to have great parents and I am the son of an immigrant family. And so my parents had to work very hard to give us a life that they could only, only dreamed of themselves as kids. And so seeing their dedication is something that I feel um, very inspired by um, and motivated to kind of have that same dedication for our daughter. But then at the same time, it's also 
realizing that we have a lot more opportunity and a lot more options than they did. Um, like in their time, uh, just a simple matter of career. Like it was, you basically have a job that you have for many years and you want to do your best in that job. And then if you do, then things will kind of follow a, a certain path. Um, the amount of times that the average person in our generation changes their job is is uh, factors more than the previous generation. And so that kind of entails a lot of opportunity for us, but it also entails a lot of options and a lot more indecision. And so it's kind of up to us now to figure out, okay, well, what's that right mix of, um, uh, of the right job and then the right lifestyle of working from work or working from home? Where do we want to live? Like all those sorts of things. Um, I think that we have a real opportunity for that. And I think we have a lot more options than the previous generation, than our parents' generation did. And so for me, it's trying to be as good parent as they did, as they were, but then also being um, mindful of the fact that we have a lot of opportunities now and me trying to be as informed and as smart about them as I can. So then do you think it's it's tougher being being a parent or tougher being a father today than, you know, say our our, our parents' generation or or even their parents' generation? I think it's not... Tougher is kind of a hard... It's a hard thing to say. Like, and on, in some respects, it's way easier, right? Just because of the fact that um, in terms of financial resources, in terms of information, like, we have a lot more, right, than, uh, than our parents' generation did, right? I mean, at least even in our family, that's the case, right? So in that respect, I have it a lot easier, the only part that is maybe not tougher, but can produce more anxiety is just the amount of information, right? Like, um, as you remember, when it comes to when we had our daughter, and then every day when we think about like, what the right decision is to make, um, like if she like she's teething right now. And so it used to be a matter of, oh, your child's teething. Here's the one medication you might use. Here's a little toy or something you might give them to ease some of the pain and that's basically it and you kind or of moved on but you could a, easily a little bit of scotch i'm sure <laughs> yeah, that's right yeah a little bit of scotch for the kid right yeah and, and now you could waste an entire weekend just sitting on google looking up like the right remedy and the right thing to do and figuring out what's better for the kid and what's better for the environment and all this kind of stuff and so it can be very daunting and i think it's kind of incumbent on us now to figure out like the right things to do, given that we're um, very informed, but also not being overwhelmed by it, right? Because like all the time I take researching what the best thing is to do for our kid takes me away from her, right? And that seems a little yeah, silly too. I think that goes, so, goes back to your earlier point about just being very intentional um, with your time, uh, prioritize it. And um, like, you know, that one minute you're about to spend on something, is that the best use of that that one minute? Is that something that's important? Is it something that's urgent, um, or, or or is there somewhere else that that you can be spending your time to, whether it's being a better dad or husband or a better Rohit? Um, so being very intentional with that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a that's a great way to put it. That's just being intentional about it. Um, and my wife is really good at this, and I try to be as good about about it as I can too, and just when we're making decisions, like keeping everything in context, like if we're buying her a, a new cooler bag for her daycare so we can transport her bottles, like that's not one of the most important decisions we're going to make that day. Let's just quickly get it done, 
right? So we can focus our attention on the more important ones. Yeah, no, that's that's so true. So as as we wrap up, uh, any last thoughts that you want to share with uh, with our audience? Um, I guess some gratitude for you. I think it's um, I think it's really um, I think it's really inspiring to kind of take this opportunity that we have um, as dads, um, not just as something that okay, well we want to be great at it on our own, but then actually look to the larger group that we have of other people going through the same thing and say, okay, like what can we do to come together and put our heads together and have the best possible version of ourselves in front of our kids. And I think you've kind of started a platform for that. So yeah, no, th- thanks. Uh, and then that's exactly what, what I wanted to do. Um, it's basically just group therapy for me. <laughs> I'm recording the sessions and distributing it worldwide. <laughs> All right. Well, next time we'll get into my childhood and uh, we'll we'll start from there. Well, uh, thanks so much, Rohit. I always love talking to you and uh, so great to hear about some of your stories and, and perspectives on being a dad. You too. Thanks, Harvin.